0: Cold, may may
1: call, call, a... you're listening to oh, are you Kristen Two? the podcast where two Christians talk about all things. BTS. Let's get into it. Hi Kristen Everybody.
2: We're back.
1: <laughs> Hi, I feel like coming going? back for a
2: second episode means that we're actually serious about this shit.
1: I know what do you think? we you said you said you sent me a text this week that said we are something like we are both simultaneously serious that's so unserious and serious <laughs> yeah I said this.
2: we're simu- simultaneously doing the absolute least and the most
1: <laughs> basically that's yeah. what this week has been and I just gotta say um I we made jokes a lot in the first episode about like our one listener but turns out there was like more than just one there's been a couple more and I'm very pleased and like very grateful for that there's
2: I'm there are more than one mm-hmm. listeners and I'm scared.
1: Here we <laughs> no, are. We so. are we're
2: grateful. We are grateful for the just like people listening. Hello to 47 <laughs> minutes of us talking. Like <laughs> I I'm grateful. I'm excited. We were excited to like record again. Yeah. Um, so thank you for listening. If you're back, you're a real one. Don't you think?
1: Oh, a hundred percent. I've I've had a lot of great friends reach out and tell tell us all the nicest things <laughs> about that episode about so, my thank sultry you. voice and how our voices are like low and like they I'm pair well together <laughs> bitch. like
2: she's in the basement i don't know what to tell you it's low <laughs> this is this is where i'm at this is where i sit you
1: know it's oh, like i don't gosh. know the two of yeah. us with our deep sultry voices um and also to let everyone know we have a twitter as well oh my god plug it what is it? We have a Twitter. It is at O-R-U-Kristen2. Basically, whatever you see in our podcast image, that's how you spell it. Like the song. Yeah, I mean, the album, Follow
2: the me. Twitter because we'll post when we have new episodes coming. Pip really likes signing her tweets, um, making sure that you know that it's her, not me. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> If it's she not might, she might she might respond to you and just put Dash pip and you know that it's 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 hurt not me you know <laughs>
1: oh my God
2: I'm excited to be back I feel refreshed we it's Saturday morning we're recording
1: let's just go over some of the news of the week we've had a lot yes. of things going on and we'll just touch on some of the highlights yeah what's been happening a lot has been happening dude this week is the a- has been a big week for emotions for excitement for anticipation i'm like god i could feel every fucking feeling on the spectrum yeah the biggest one obviously um was that Jin enlisted this week and we got that bongton bomb and an ot7 photo together which was precious and lovely and they didn't have to do that they didn't have to Mm -mm. share any of that with us but they chose to and i thought that was really special so
2: that's right and we do want to say of course like this is not an easy thing, but our goal for the podcast today is to bring joy to anyone who listens and, you know, honor it for what it is, but just kind of move forward in in positivity. That is that did I say Yeah, it right? there's like, so yes yeah. because
1: there's so much exciting stuff happening right now and so it's exciting to talk about like Indigo again. We've had that for over a week and we're really excited about that how we got the rolling hall performance which All brought right, up a lot of say, emotions and listen, feelings
2: for us <laughs> paul blanco if you're if you're listening to this paul this is <laughs> paul? only for, this message is only for paul if paul, you're not if you're paul keep scrolling yeah if you're not paul keep scrolling okay paul you did say um come holla at a young and from the block baby and i just want to let you know that i'm ready okay bye
1: Hey, it's tabby.
2: That performance. Yeah. That performance. Pip, what were your thoughts? Like, come on.
1: I mean, I loved getting guests. Paul, obviously, (laughs) stand out. (laughs) Well, I just kept thinking like his 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 ad libs and the vocal runs and all the things that he was I was like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, the
2: velvet voice, like velvet. That's
1: a good. That's a good description.
2: And June just looked and sounded incredible. Yeah. And like, gosh, those army that were there, like, luckyest. No ever. phones. No There's phones. Just... Seen him in a crowd that small at a venue like that. Like just five now. And Full I vibes. thought
1: about this as I was watching it too. This was his first perform. Well. One of the first performances in a long time was just him. I forgot that. I was kind of like Hobie, right? It was that he was on stage by himself
2: mm, for yep, a whole, whole time. And whole hour. it was
1: incredible. Engaging, incredible watching him interact with the guests and like the admiration on his face. It's incredible. I think like
2: for this, this album, different than Mono, that one, like he said, wasn't meant to be performed live. It's all about the production value of it. Like, you know, it wasn't he was never going to do any of those tracks live. And this one clearly like from the get, we have Tiny Desk and stuff like he was ready To perform it live, and I think that was something I liked too.
1: Was it was all so involved and so intentional on like the songs he chose, the flow of Tiny Desk, the same with his album. He was was ready
2: to perform it live. He said, "Bring on the guests. I'm going to be in a cute little fit. I'm going to take it off and give me a mic stand
1: i'm ready. It's all free. I kept thinking that too. I'm like, this is free." I was going to say, free we, we texted
2: about that. We're like, for free? Like, ugh, for
1: I just free? love it. I love it. I love it so much. Okay, we
2: got to keep running. What else happened yeah. in the news?
1: We have two upcoming Hobie performances. The Hobie Golden Disc in January. And then sooner than that, we just found out about Hobie's Newark Rockin' Eve performance, mm-hmm. which is a medley. We learned a medley of Equal Sign, Chick Noodle Soup, and Butter Holiday Remix. Quite a selection of songs to medley, and I cannot wait to see what happens.
2: Hobie doing the most. We're so excited. I'll never forget when we got that notification that was like, J-Hope is headlining Hobie Palooza. My friend Ollie was like, J-Hope? Like, what's going on? You know, like, we just like, we're like, we don't know her. Like, what? J-Hope. So exciting to like, ha- now we're at the point where like, yeah, of course he's doing New Year's and Eve. Like give it all to us.
1: People have been quoting that June was in that interview and made a comment about Hobie wanting to go global, right? Like he's a global artist, a global star. Bring him on your show, right? I'm like, yeah, that's truly it. Like he is out there doing oh, he's it, ready. making connections, he's ready. performing. He's incredible. So an
2: actual, a, an actual star. I just I'm so excited for him. I mean, instantly makes our 2023 better going into 2023 with Hobie kicking us off. Like, come on now. So. We we love numbers on this show. Numbers might not be for you, but we want we want to run through some numbers. So, Pip, do you have some numbers for us?
1: I do have some numbers. Really exciting. Uh, again, to reiterate, fuck Billboard. We know yeah, that
2: like, literally fuck that.
1: But it's always so fun to see where we land with numbers, where we land with streaming, because a lot of Army are really dedicated and work really hard to try to hit some of those goals while they enjoy the music, and so it's worth bringing up. I love doing this. So really exciting. So for Billboard Hot 100, we got Wildflower debuted at number 83, which is incredible. I think this is his first solo to debut yeah. on Hot 100 and yeah. Eugene's first solo, her first solo.
2: Incredible.
1: Incredible. And then huge. Indigo, huge. And then on the Billboard 200, which is for albums, uh, Indigo landed at number 15. So that's incredible. Huge. Just really quick run of numbers. Uh, all the songs landed on the Billboard Digital song sales between 1 and 23. Wow. And then a few of the songs were on the rap digital song sales and closer R&B digital song sales. Side note, that song is on repeat a lot this week.
2: I know. <laughs> like don't well. loop. Like don't loop. Don't loop. But also
1: like come back looped. quick. <laughs> she's
2: looped real come quick, back quick to close it. I did know I, I have sent it to a few like locals, like a couple of friends that I'm like listen to this and how vibey it is it's a good gateway song for people who like are like oh i'm not gonna listen to a korean album and it's like shut the fuck up and listen to closer
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be that should be your new twitter bio Shut the fuck
2: up and listen to Closer. (laughs) (laughs) But it's good. And then then they're like, oh, like, oh, this is a good song. Oh, I'm going to listen to the rest of the album. And you're like, yeah, you are. That's right. Yeah, you Um, are.
1: Um, And then
2: keep going. He
1: also got the top eight positions on the global, the world digital song sales chart. We love to see it. Some other fun numbers. So outside of Indigo, some fun things we saw was that Fake Love passed 600 million streams on Spotify. Um, BTS became the first group in Spotify history to have 50 songs surpass 200 million streams each. And Damn. that's only going to grow because there's constantly streaming goals that are being met. And then the this morning I saw that Love Yourself Her surpassed 2 billion streams on Spotify. Deserved.
2: Deserved
1: a Deserved. treasure.
2: Deserved. <laughs>
1: I'm seeing news about some some army are putting together the Spotify wrapped that's going to be happening. I will retweet that on our account with all those details. But it's going to be a 24-hour streaming day of all of their 2022 songs. So that'll be exciting if you're into the streaming, into the numbers. So I'll retweet that on our account. So make sure to follow and us. And like up.
2: we say in this house, streaming is listening to music. It's not yes, it that is. deep. It doesn't have to be that crazy. Like it's listening and enjoying I know yeah. the word streaming like scares people. It's like, do you have ears? Can you just listen
1: to me? <laughs> I'm like, you know what I mean? this music is incredible. And before I was ever a streaming army, by the way, before I was ever like really into like seeing us meet goals and listening to the music, I had had Spotify. I remember thinking this, at Spotify for eight years. And the year that I started listening to BTS, they had beat out every other song I'd ever listened to for the entire time. Ever any other group and any other artists, and I was like, oh, so I just really like BTS, and I can listen to their music constantly. Nice, yeah.
2: Yeah. Now <laughs> so I just that's know.
1: how it goes. That's how it goes. Okay. Thank you for
2: our weather report, Pip. That was Anything so exciting. We love a number. We love a list.
1: Love, we love a list.
2: All right. Well, that's the end of our news segment, and we're excited to get into the the meat of the episode. <laughs> Shocking them better. For lack of a better term, um Pip, it's an exciting podcast. I'm super pumped. Us.
1: We had decided when we were just like, "What should the next episode be about?" We're like, "Well, we wanted to do a focus on gin and some of our favorite things about gin, because what you know, fuck, just because I mean, obviously, be. because gin, obviously." So,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm WWH Worldwide Handsome, you know.
1: We were like, who should our first guest be? Who should we ask to be our first guest?
2: <laughs> For real, we were like, there's only one person that we can ask to be on this Gin episode. Let's beg him to be on.
1: Who is our first guest, Pip? All right. Our first guest is, everybody say hello to our friend John, a.k.a. Woo! those you might know him as Coworker John. Welcome, co-worker John. John. Welcome.
2: Hello, everybody. Oh my God,
1: John! I feel like I'm a, like just fangirling over you, John. Thank you for being here.
0: So happy to be here.
1: On a scale of one to ten, how happy are you,
2: uh,
0: John? On a scale
1: a of one to ten, how much do you, how
2: much do you love us?
1: Fifteen.
2: Oh, an excellent an excellent answer, John. We're so excited that you're here as our first guest. It's gonna be a hard to top this one. I mean, the bar is. Hi now, you are your gin biased, and we're just excited to hear from you in general. But we would be remiss if we did not start off by telling the story of how you, be, you know, came into this fandom, became a fan, became got the got the what did I call you a public figure? Got the public <laughs> figure name of coworker John. The people need to know. They need to know. There's a Twitter thread about it, but. Can you please tell me and the rest of the listeners, Pip, John, how did this all happen?
0: Yeah. So it started in 2019 when um, Kristen and I became co-workers and we bonded over a near-death experience with a Snickers bar and oh. Christmas movies.
1: <laughs> I was like, what? Near death? Oh, that's right. We did. That was when I truly <laughs> knew that like, because here's the thing, John was quieter like very introverted and so like obviously the extrovert I am I was like I must make him talk to me so he was always much quieter and I would talk to him he was really sweet really nice there are two moments where I really like was like oh okay he's cool like he's got a person there's a there's a crazy personality under there and that was when he threw a snicker bars at my face in the middle of a meeting very direct very like beeline right across the table and I looked at him and I was like, Oh, he's he's a fighter.
2: <laughs> it would have been not- better if it were like a BTS Snicker, like a fake love sticker, just like no. thrown here.
1: <laughs> like, love but yourself. Years before. I love
2: that. I am anyone listening i don't really know the depths of this story like i know the gist so this is enticing so snickers bars were thrown and then and
1: then the other one was i said two the other one was when we played a game of sorry with another coworker, and then they were working actively against me to make me lose and i was like i had never seen him competitive and i was like wow john (laughs) is a cool i mean i won that game that was very important for everyone to know (laughs) I won but that was when like John and I were like okay he's a cool kid so so
2: you were co-workers though like this this, yes, we,
1: this we is where the
2: title came from
1: he so we sat next to each other at work he was an intern and I was not I guess so he was on the he's on a team and we like bonded over movies first movies and television we realized we both really loved a lot of the same things John those may not know this about John is a huge movie person he loves movies and television. John, if you want to jump in at any time, please feel free. But he so we bonded about that. Also, by the way, I remembered yesterday that you went with me to the Harry Potter right. because yeah. I for I was like all Ugh. my married friends had decided Love to like it. go together. And I was like, well, who the fuck is going to go with me? And you're like, I'll go. And I was like, am I ready to like go to an outside of work event with this boy that I barely know?
2: Side note, those symph- symphony Harry Potter performances are thrilling. Oh, incredible. So good. They're so good. They're so good. I've seen like three of them. Okay, so it was like, all right, we're work friends. And then we're kind of like now nerdy outside of work friends because we're going to Harry Potter. Yeah. And, but and that's like I, a big jump from like that. Like where,
1: when, Yeah, when did Tell you, us, John. when did this, yeah, I, John. I've when told did this, this story, so thing? I want to hear John's side.
0: Okay, John, let us know.
1: What brought BTS into the mix for us?
0: Well, I think I had heard you talking about BTS since the first day I started. You think? Um,
1: tracks, so it had been tracks.
0: several months at this point.
1: <laughs> Every single day I came into work. That track. That
0: track. And um, yeah, so I was just used to hearing about BTS and knew how passionate you were about them. And then once you started preparing for the Um, map of the soul seven comeback. it's
1: like I was preparing (laughs) I mean but for real we all know you
0: were you were preparing everybody around you mentally emotionally spiritually
2: and John just so I know and the listeners know was Pip talking about BTS was that the first you had ever heard of them like once she started talking about them or did you generally know who they were anything
0: so I had known a family in 2015, that had a daughter who was really into K-pop. At that point, um, I think it was Big Bang and G-Dragon were big. And so I had seen some music videos when I was over at their house and heard some music. And so I was aware of it. I think I probably heard of BTS around that time because I had known about them before I met Kristen, but didn't know really any specifics.
2: Got it. Okay, so... Pip was preparing the office for the battle that was (laughs) high, and then what?
0: Yeah, and I'm just the kind of person where if I have a friend, I love to support their interests and their passions. and so i knew (laughs)
1: he's
0: not okay he's not saying that
1: sarcastically either he's like a nice he's just a nice guy there's a
2: genuine grin on his face right now i'm dead okay keep, keep going
0: yeah so i just knew that i was going to listen to their album and at least give her my thoughts um when it came out and that's what i did and ended up liking a couple of songs right off the bat and was like this is pretty good and then i listened to it again and then I was like, oh, I like a couple more songs. And it was just, there's no going back from there. Wow. And from
1: that point, everything's from John's like inception of basically John coming into work and saying, he sat down next to me at it. Cause we had like a shared little space and he's like, so I listened to the album and I remember being like, what? <laughs> Cause first off. Yeah. No one around me entertains me. I mean, I don't mean that in a a way, but I mean, like, you know, I grew up, I've always grown a very passionate, like I loved Harry Potter and I threw myself into that. And I love all these things very passionately. And most of the time people are just like, thumbs up, Kristen, you go girl. But like, first someone was doing that. And second, there was a boy who was like, I'm willing to look past all of this like bias and all of this thing that a lot of men come into female interests, like largely large female interests. And he was like, I want to give it a try. Let me listen. And I was like, what? And then from that point on everything's documented it's my pin tweet on my Twitter and I'll probably retweet it on our account too just for you guys to read yeah. it but John it's a really fun journey I love reliving it John has like really fun takes he's a re- he's just like jumped right in and That's this was incredible. all right before covid shutdown so
2: yeah, yeah. Well, when Mott's uh, when motz was released so so Pip you didn't know that he was going to go home and like no. listen
1: to the album he came the in Like I said, John's like, he's like, he's kind of the guy, like, he won't speak unless he has something to say. So, like, I had no clue that he, like, was going to come in the next day and be like, So I listened to the album. He didn't even, like, say, Hey, by the way, I want to let you know. It's just like, So I listened to the album.
2: (laughs) Dad, dad,
0: dad. I was like, John, and you didn't
2: even, I bet you didn't, like, come in thinking you were, like, mic dropping in that moment. You were just, like, genuinely, like, I have thoughts.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just wanted to share. So
2: you said you said that a few songs like you liked right away off of Mott's. Can we know what those were?
0: Obviously, Moon.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> Johnny's Johnny, John... Said ride or die for ride Jin.
0: <laughs> From the very first second, it's always Jin. Um, I so also cute. really loved "We Are Bulletproof," "The Eternal," and then mm. "Louder Than Bombs" is probably one of the most approachable songs mm-hmm. on that album and so I mm-hmm. like that one too. I remember.
2: Oh my gosh. I love it. And then the rest is like Loki history or what Yeah,
1: pretty much. Yeah. I think the only thing that like we don't really document was just like this is my sappy moment was that how grateful I am and how wild that journey has been because John and I started out as these coworkers who liked similar things. Then COVID happened. We texted all the time and he became one of my like best friends. John was always down. John's just like always down to do anything. Like he... John came to LA, yeah. He came to LA for the the PTD concerts. He came to Vegas with us. Like he's like a hardcore army. He doesn't. He's not a Twitter army. We all know that.
2: <laughs> he will go. He will ghost like some tweets as long as it's aggressive. <laughs> like as long as it's a shady tweet, you can like rely on a like from John. Oh.
1: And John was really into Army Selcas in the beginning too. He has some really solid ones. So, I'll probably go and retweet those just for fun I later. I need to see some of those. They're very dedicated. This is
2: epic. So, at what point was it like, okay, I listened and then like I got what our question is like, when did you know like I'm in it? I'm army now. Like it's, I'm not a casual listener. I'm I'm army.
0: Well, I think that around that same time we got the Carpool Karaoke and Jimmy mm-hmm. Fallon. Yeah. And So those were kind of my opportunities to get to know their personalities a little bit. I had already heard so much about them from Kristen over like the previous months, but I didn't know who they were, so I couldn't keep any of that information straight. Uh, I just knew that they were interesting and wanted to know more about them. And after that, I think I found myself Googling who they were and their names, trying to figure that (laughs) out. Just wanted to know their names. just wanted another damn names. And then Kristen ended up uh, quizzing me like several times a day during work, just yes. on oh, yes, bitch. giving me group that, photos and asking right. me who their names were.
1: uh that sounds like me. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like me.
0: I learned quickly. Queen.
1: I remember there's a picture you can find it in that thread where I turned around and I saw John like just staring at a picture of Jin, and I was like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" <laughs> I'm like, "Sir." <laughs> You know what? But, like, deserved, though. No, I truly. Mean, I get and it. and I turned around. There was another one, too. And I turned around. And he was watching that speech from 2018 where they were like, we were, you know, it was a really hard year for us. And I was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this in the middle of work? You can't watch this now. This is kind of crazy because this
2: is like the way that the Internet works. Like, it's a small world because. So my friend, she is. She's how I met you both. Mm. And she saw the thread about coworker John like before knowing who you were. Did you know? Do you know this? I don't. They both think either of us know. Yeah, Wit and Vivi knew about coworker John and like thought that that thread was really funny. When Wit met John in person, was like, "Oh my gosh, that was that's coworker John." And she had seen that thread way before. Isn't that crazy?
1: I like forget the reach (laughs) that that might have had because the the tweet in theory didn't do like. 20,000 likes, right? There's maybe like two or 3,000 likes. I and mean, John were like, I don't know what's going on. This is wild. And like, it was never for any type of cloud or anything. But I'm fascinated no. by the reach of it. I think because John is such a genuine person. And I feel like I'm very qualified just because I of our friendship, but he is a really genuine and honest person. And I think that comes through with how I talked about it and how I shared his thoughts, because I, I don't want to talk to people who aren't genuine. And he's a very genuine guy and how he approached this this universe in yeah. this world there's something that I always bring this up and John you can speak to this um he made this comment it's in that thread too about just like being open-minded to cultures and things you're not familiar with even though John said he didn't know them very much he was not afraid to jump in and learn I don't know John you can speak to that better
0: yeah I think it's just always been important to me that there's there's so many amazing things out there so many different forms and genres of art and I just love that you can find so many ways to broaden your cultural intelligence by introducing yourself to new things. And everybody has something that they can contribute to to kind of broadening your horizons.
2: Ugh, John, Isn't the, spoken like John. a dream. I love it. I will say, like, before we move on from the Twitter thread, I think, like, yeah, it's not like crazy numbers of likes. But it's like a long thread that's a full story. And I feel like every single like on there, those likes represented people that like actually read and followed the story, you know? And it wasn't just like a hit tweet that's like a funny fast like. Like it's like, you know what I mean?
1: And I think it's cool that, the, the response to that story of John's story was really was really cool to see because, you know, it was people being like, wow, I remember this or oh, yeah, I totally remember seeing that or watching that. And that's what I thought, too. You know, it was really cool to like create a community of people being like really um, receptive and excited to share in that experience with John because we have all been there. And so I see that, too, when people talk about their friends that are deep diving into it or, you know, you learn about, people you know are getting excited you just like it's part of the army way to just like get really excited when people are um, i know learning about
2: bts totally i mean moral of the story here is follow john on twitter
1: he'll have he'll never say anything
2: <laughs> that's the biggest takeaway <laughs> like, is you know john on twitter. People don't always... john
1: tweeted about our podcast and i felt very uh like, so po- he is a supportive friend if you were like john can you help you know share this thing he'll be like not a question whatever you need i remember john would stay up with us for some of those late night Mama and MMA performances, mm. and like that's when you knew John was a real one. He yeah. was up at like three or four a.m. <laughs> Just like watching all those chaotic moments of those live shows. <laughs> oh my so gosh, I love it. And that like that like sanitizer monster woman who oh scared my John. <laughs> she haunts my dreams.
2: That's right.
1: <laughs> she was a she was a moment.
2: So John was Jin always the first member that caught your eye, or because sometimes like. For me, like Jimin caught my eye first. Also, OT7, OT7 in this house. Like we get it, like all members, right? But Jimin caught my eye and then I'm Yungi biased. So, but was it Jin from the get or like, what's up?
0: Yeah. So I think it was always Jin. I think I was really drawn to um, JK as well, right at the mm-hmm. beginning, just because he's such a strong performer. But I think as I got to know them more, it was just Jin had my heart. And I also love Oh, I
1: remember John saying, I remember asking him about it, and I think him saying the reason he like Jin was just seemed like the everyman, like he seemed like a normal guy. Like there was just like he could see himself (laughs) in Jin. Yeah, I mean, I love that. There's John's nodding and and smiling.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's BTS. Like there's something for everyone. I love that you were initially drawn to Jin still here, and that's that's why we're here in this episode,
0: right? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm honestly surprised. I don't think I have ever liked everyone in a group of seven people in my life. So I came into it expecting to have somebody in BTS that I just didn't really enjoy. But I love them all. That and was that's the how you know your
2: army. I love them problem. all. Ugh.
1: I want to know, Kristen brought up last week because John went to Disneyland by himself. It was during PTDLA, I think. And he was like, I just want, I'm in town. I want to go to Disneyland. So he went and you guys were there with your group of friends and you guys met up and hung out that day. What was the cone you shared? What was the <laughs> cone?
0: <laughs> we met on that main drag of Cars Land.
2: Yes, we did.
0: And Kristen got a chili cone queso.
2: Yes. It's true. A chili con queso cone. And we I think we shared it, John. I don't quite remember because I was so delirious, which also like LOL at us being like, yes, four concerts. And then in the break, we're also going to go to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> like, what were we thinking? Um, a lot. Um, but I remember because we were in line for cars for a minute and we shared
1: that cone, right? Or am yeah. I delirious?
0: Okay. No, I, I definitely had some. OK, perfect. I just
1: remember like john saying oh i'll go meet up with them and say hi and then by the end of the night i like get this photo from wit who's like oh look we're all together and i'm like wow they just like the whole day at disney
0: yeah i was really expecting it to be a quick thing and just say hi and maybe ride one ride but we spent like the entire night
2: yeah wait, why did did we trap you or did you genuinely like hanging out with us the people want to know
0: it was a lot of fun so i was i, I was feel happy honored. To stay.
2: I feel honored. There were so many army in um, Disneyland that day. Like we have these sweatshirts on that are like bias sweatshirts, and we saw other girls that we are still Twitter friends with that had them on as well. Aww. And I just there was so there were people passing out freebies in Disneyland. Like army took oh, over I love Disneyland that. that day. It was so cute. I remember oh, I John, you had a little RJ keychain on your
1: backpack, right? I did. That is his BT twenty one bias is RJ
2: you have this great comparison pip of john in this world oh in this army world can you yeah, tell before, us
1: as we jump into some questions john i remember i don't know if someone did this or i did this this is a long time ago but if you guys remember the um the par- parent trap with Lindsay lohan where they go to summer camp
0: <laughs> <such a> good <laughs> and, movie.
1: That, and that one boy ends up at summer camp on accident <laughs> by the end of summer camp everyone's like hugging him and he's like don't worry guys i'll be back you know that is john in this army world he came in being like what am i fucking doing here and then he was like guys we're all friends like he's a part of like every group chat that i'm in he's like close with all like he went with one of my friends my uh brit said i could say her name but brit and john went to hobie palooza together you know it's just like amazing we just have this community that we're all part of so yeah that's john John is that kid. I don't know his name, but he's the kid from the parent. Trap.
2: <laughs> John, do you agree with that comparison?
0: Yeah, no, I think that's that's pretty, pretty close. I don't know <laughs> how I got here, but happy to be here.
2: The, uh, by the way, parent trap a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Every 10, 10 out of 10 movie. So, John, we we want to hit you with some rapid fire if we can before we get more. We're like before we get into it, it's like, bitch, what are we getting into? But we do want to hit you with some rapid fire if we can. You good with that?
0: yeah let's go
2: all right so some rapid fire cues rapid fire cues john what is your favorite b-side these days b-side track
0: i think recently it's one three four three four zero
2: ah the taste John. John. listen it's the uh uh for me i can't do it Uh, like i fucking can't do it okay that's it that's excellent Pip, okay. hit him with the next question next one
1: this one though, uh be it may be easier what bts track in general is just on repeat for you these days disease oh god i fucking love that song
0: i love i love that song so much it's
2: so disease, good love it yeah okay john you have to pick one out of these run bon voyage or in the soup
0: uh it's gonna be run
1: do you remember the first run episode? I remember I gave you a list, but you remember the first run episode you ever saw?
0: Um, I don't. I remember that I tried to watch it before you gave me any direction and that was a mistake.
1: <laughs> oh, I feel like maybe you started from the beginning. That feels like something you would do. Maybe. Like, start from the beginning and maybe not know what. And then I think I gave you a list of like,
0: yeah, I think then I then told you, you to me... watch
1: the mall episode because that was something I was really into. That, yeah, that was one hearts. of the
0: first ones I watched and that was so funny. I love it. One of my favorite BTS moments is the reveal of who won that mall episode.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> iconic. That Everybody was, like,
0: was so sure they had won.
2: <laughs> that was that. That is so iconic in run history. Like it's so good.
1: Um, okay, John, favorite live performance. And that could be either something you saw or just like of the videos you've seen on YouTube. Favorite live performance.
2: I know these questions aren't fair, but you have to pick.
0: I Oh, man.
2: I know. That's what's off fair the question. top of the head. Off the top of the head.
0: yeah. Okay, off the top of my head, it's that one performance that Jay hopes, like wearing that, like
1: oh velvet.
0: Um, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The, the dance break. The dance break. Of... That no, dance that's break dynamite. So You're talking weird. about dynamite. The
0: dynamite, dynamite. dance. Yeah,
2: that
1: sounds right. Yeah. The dynamite. Oh,
2: iconic, iconic. And then they released the dance practice of that too, so, yeah, where they're all stomping together.
1: Oh, the yeah. little stomps. Oh, Perfect. Kay. So good. Next question. Okay.
2: What's your like biggest clown moment? Like you believed something was going to happen and then like the it BTS just couldn't be, couldn't be further from the
0: truth. Oh, I was definitely convinced there was a world tour this year. <laughs>
2: oh, John, no, you
0: weren't.
1: John, John say it ain't so.
0: I was so prepared. (laughs) Oh,
1: John. Oh, John, you're not the only one.
0: (laughs) Wow. Wow, wow, "Wow." wow, wow.
1: Me thinking it was going to be like, ooh, there's going to be a deceased music video. But nope, it was, oh, that one hit.
0: (laughs) I planned my life around it. (laughs) It just didn't happen. Listen,
1: you were not the only one who planned their life around a potential tour. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we learn now, we understand now, and we're happy for them to take this break and the rest and to do what they need to do. But. hear you. So, John, we're going to start talking about
2: Jin. We are our Kim Sook Jin. We love the vocal king that is Jin. Um, We're excited to dive a little bit more into why we love Jin so much. You can't you can't start talking about Jin, in my opinion, without talking about the stable vocal king that he is. I mean, it's kind of insane. Right? He comes out performing vocals at an 11 out of 10 every single time. Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. Absolutely no. not wrong. It's insane to me how stable he is voice forward, vibrato. Okay, I'm going to nerd out for a second. Let Please. me nerd. So I'm like, like I said in the last episode, I'm a picky bitch, but I'm really picky when it comes to <laughs> vocals. I'm even more picky when it comes to live vocals and also a lot of other artists that like to release their music and then drop the key when they perform it live. Not our boys. Not our boys. No, they perform it in the original key. What I will say is like Jin for me is like he gets me tingly. He gets me excited because the vocals are so stable. Actually, I've seen videos of him warming up and he does. Do you know what I'm talking about when he does that little run? He like runs while he sings and you can't tell that he's running. It just sounds normal. Like that's why he's able. That's probably one of the many reasons I'm sure, but that's why he's able to have his vocals sound like that when he's performing live. I just think they're so clean. They're so crisp. So BTS in general, vocal line in general, they sing so high in comparison to other male vocals that are happening in the world. And especially, Especially because they always sing live, but like on average, not in, I mean, in pop, you can't really tell what people can do live anymore because they can record whatever they want and then sing it lower. For real, like in general, like if you're like a high tenor, the note that is like, oh, that's impressive are like Bs. And in musical theater, a lot of, you know, men can sing that live, whatever, but that's like what's written at the top of like some epic songs, like, oh, they're hitting this like, oh, wow, what a, what a great live note to hear in general, Jin, those big notes that we hear him doing in magic shop in permission to dance in, um, epiphany, those are C sharps, No one is hitting those. No one's singing that high. And like, honestly, the whole vocal line can, you know, is singing that high. But I just think like, what our ears hear, like what listeners hear, it's like, oh yeah, like that's that's like energetic, that's impressive, that's high. But I don't think people know how high these boys are singing. It's so impressive, it's so clean. I'm nerding. No, this I, love my, like, I love I'm it. I love it. I am nerding out, but it's just because like they're really doing that and they're they're really doing it live over and over and over and over and over again. And Jin is as stable as it gets. Like, I'm just I'm in awe of them all the time. And like Pip knows this about me. Like, I'm not nice when it comes to vocals. Like I'm I'm kind of mean, not about the boys, but because they they're just like 10 out of 10s all the time. I'm gonna stop talking now, but that's my no. that's my spiel.
1: To to your point though, I remember thinking about how I didn't unfortunately didn't get to see the last love yourself tour, Love Shall Speak Yourself. But I think about how Jin goes from a belting epiphany. And then literally walking and then he continues and he does The Truth Untold. Like he goes from like giving everything he can vocally at towards the end of the concert, by the way. He's giving everything he can for Epiphany and then he goes into singing The Truth Untold and just keeps the stability of his vocals. 10, yeah. out of 10.
2: And also like those, you know, ballads. He's the ballad king, we know. But then it's also like, you know, when he's singing these this like backing stuff, In Run BTS, like when they did it live in Busan, he was hitting all that him. I mean, all vocal line. We say this about all vocal line, but I'm just so impressed with Jin and how it's clean, it's forward, it's clear, and it is solid, and it's there every time. Him and Jimin, when they do Zero O'Clock, they actually sing notes that are like kind of in the background of the track. Any other performer, I would argue, any other group would be like, we don't need to sing that. That's in the back of the track. Like, no one's expecting us to do it live. Him and Jimin they're going to sing that every single time and they're going to sing Ugh. it well. And I think it's actually a D I can't remember if him or Jimin's on top on that harmony, but it's too good. Stop. I'm geeking out. Okay. let's. Move. I but love jo-
1: it. I'm like over here, just like looking at you, just like heart eyes, just love listening to you. Because talk about it. I'm passionate about it because it's rare, dude. It's yeah.
2: rare. Like we come from the church of like, if you're, if you can do it eight shows a week, like then you're, then I respect you. Right. And these, because, like, that's what that's what musical theater is, that's what Broadway is. But these men are just, like, killing it over and over and over and over again. And we know that they, like, it's because they work their asses off. It's just, and, it's impressive.
1: And to watch them just get even better which has been a really cool like if you watch from where they started to where they are now they were always as good but they yeah. just keep getting better oh yeah
2: they their vocals have improved so much with I mean obviously because they're working on it they're training I remember that performance do y'all remember that performance it's in the it's in a room is it like radio.com or something they're in a room they sing um microcosmos they sing yeah I think they sing make it right and they're like messing around in that room yeah The vocals. I go back and listen to that. It's so clear and just like angelic. Do yourself a favor. After you listen to this podcast, please go listen to Jin singing his vocals in Make It Right, radio.com performance. I think there's an illegal version of it on YouTube that I am a million of those views. If we we can find it on
1: Twitter, we'll share it on Twitter.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And just hear him it's so good. John, am I freaking you out? Like, do you have any comment? What's, what?
0: No, I appreciate all this musical knowledge that I don't have. <laughs> but yeah, I totally agree that. I mean, Jin's stability is just so impressive.
2: Absolutely. There's that like viral tweet that's like, he's never had an unstable. We don't need to worry in his life. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to hit it. It's going to be, he's going to be center of the formation. He's going to hit it. There's going to be vibrato. It's forward. Like he's in. He's in, he's in the pocket. Anyway, I'm just excited. I think the thing, what I'm trying to convey here is like, it would be easy to take his vocals for granted since they're so solid, they're so stable, they're so clean. And it's like, yeah, Jind can sing that. But I'm just here to tell you that like, that's not easy. That's not the norm. That's not what other people are doing. There's no, there are no, I cannot think of any male, like, no, like there's just, no one's doing this in that way and belting
1: full chest full chest belt like no mix after dance well just like after dancing then then add While on dancing like yeah very high cardio <laughs> movements and you dancing all that stage. i am
2: like i'm just i'm passionate y'all no I'm passionate, this I is tell you. this
1: is perfect it's one thing for like a fan to listen and say like wow i really like how that works but I love that there is that you are able to explain that and to be like, let me explain why that sounds so good. Let me explain why this is really cool. Thank you
2: for and making I will me always feel about my passion. fucking hype
1: you up.
2: <laughs> Thank you for gassing me up. I love it. I will also will retweet some of my I have a couple where I get a little like theory ish couple of tweets that accompanied by videos of Jen singing. It's always Jen because he just is in the pocket so much that we'll retweet. So that people can be like, oh, yeah, that, that girl, she's yelling about gin C-sharp.
1: That's, that's her. On top of that, like, let's, I want to talk about, too, just, like, some of your guys' favorite Jin performances. Like, we mm. we heard, obviously, we just talked about Epiphany, which I, I'm not going to jump the gun on that for John, but I see him mm. nodding because I already know, John, if yeah. you have anything to say about that.
2: Good topic, John.
0: I think nobody in this world has watched... Performances of Epiphany more than I have. It's like my go-to comfort <laughs> video. Just search Epiphany on YouTube. You have <laughs> any particular
2: performance? Yeah, that's yeah. A, what's the one you about. go to? Yeah.
0: The Saudi Arabia performance, I think, is the one uh. that has the best footage i guess i'd say
2: (laughs) can i i have a funny epiphany story i was like i bike sometimes um and i was on a really long bike ride not really long for people who are good but i was in like mile 30 which is like pretty freaking long and i was in the last climb to get home feel i was in the wrong gear i'm like pedaling my little heart out epiphany comes on (laughs) <laughs> and I'm just like do it for Jin but I felt like I was in like slow Second motion wind. like low key pedaling backwards it was kind of sad but when I listen to Epiphany I just think of me like climbing that mountain which is was like that last hill with the power hill, of Jin
1: yeah. whatever 30 miles is incredible <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> okay so yeah, yeah favorite top
2: Jin performances so Epiphany and what else is there any
1: I
0: other mean, ones wrong? I wish she had performed Moon more
2: mm. mm-hmm. I really want
0: to see that just every day i loved seeing him perform stay uh permission to dance
2: god stay stay vocals oh yeah john
1: had i've not seen hardly any of the photos that we took at ptd at la or vegas i don't know what john's got in his photo album of bts but we had pretty yeah. good. We had a pretty good seats on one of those days, so I can't wait to see John one day and just steal his phone and be like, "Give me that."
0: And <laughs> anytime Jin was on that screen, I was taking picture.
2: <laughs> oh, nice! I so I had floor for one day of PTD like crazy good tickets um, that our friend Wit got, um, but he wasn't really on our side much because we were on the extended stage. He was Mm. more on the other side, but I do have a couple good ones of Jin. Top Jin performance for me, as you know, will be like top vocals. Epiphany goes without saying, but he hit some really beautifully high stuff in Blue and Gray and he hits some really beautifully high stuff also in Make It Right. Any of those top harmonies he's doing, he's also, oh my God, also one of my most watched videos because I feel like it doesn't get enough credit is their cover of um, I'll Be Missing You oh, and his his vocals on that are insane. I love that cover.
1: What about you, Pip? Okay, so one of my favorite gym performances, obviously, I love watching Awake. His so anything that's solo no, of Jim's, sure, of course. Awake is incredible. Again, incredible vocals. Um, most recently, I just loved watching his astronaut performance from oh, Argentina. God. I know that that's like a new one. He's got like years of incredible performances, but that's the top of mind right now. Is just this his astronaut performance? It had in to his be mentioned. His cute outfit. His cute outfit. It had to be outfit.
2: mentioned. Oh.
0: I can't believe we're so lucky to get that.
2: Like, blessed be the fruit that we got that. You know what I mean? I can't even stand it.
1: Like, he was like, I'll fly across the world to go perform this in front of an audience so I can have my live performance of this with Coldplay. Oh, it was just so cool.
2: The styling of that music video and the styling of that performance on him, he just looked like a dream. A dream.
1: I love the lyrics. I love everything about that. I love the, again, intent, intent for me of like why they write things, what the purpose of them are is incredible. Are there any other performances you guys think of that you love?
2: The two seconds that we got of Abyss at um, PTD Soul. No, no, no. That was Suuzu. It was Suuzu. Yeah. Yeah. I also just think like how any better performance that we got, like when it was filmed and how he starts off the... A little on the beat, like it's gin first before the line, because that it just he just is anytime so good.
1: there's a center gin moment too, it's just He's on gets a center gin moment, and on gin gets that center gin, and I'm like, yes, yeah, center gin, let's go. There's,
2: yeah, a Black Swan has good a good center gin moment.
1: Yes. Oh my god, Ugh.
2: I have to mention Black Swan, this. Black Swan music video gin. Oh my god, I'm I have literal chills. The visuals when he looks back. He's looking at the mirrors, then he looks back over his shoulder. I've tweeted about this too, and uh, uh, we'll make sure our account retweets it because it is—it's not to be believed. He looks like a not human. That's how good he looks.
1: He is truly the visual. Like he is so—he is so handsome. He is so. What's the word when you like magnetic? I guess he's so magnetic. Like you just want to look at him. Like he's just ah, ah—he's such a good performer. I love Jen. Ah, I love Jen.
2: I know we just love Jen. We
0: just love
1: gin. um speaking of visuals. Do you guys have a top gin hair color? Everyone's got a top member purple. hair color. Oh.
0: Purple.
2: Not even purple. he didn't even think about it and John came in with the purple. John purple. It's purple. John. Okay. Well so the iconic purple era, right? Like end yep. of twenty nineteen or whatever.
0: I don't know that when one. it was. It was before like, my time. Like a but...
1: muster, fifth muster with that <laughs> yeah, purple fifth hair. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. I mean, yes. The answer to that is yes. Pip knows I have. I I love blonde gin with the undercut. It's just he fire. just looks so good. Yeah. That, that's right.
1: Fire that's right. fire gin. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Fire gin, that whole era. Um, what about you, Pip?
1: I love purple gin as well. There's something about that gin. And I also love I love black. Like not like dark brown black, but like black.
2: Like black swan MV.
1: Yes, like black swan 2020 was like a beginning of 2020 had a lot of black hair gin and i think Ugh. he was like that in in the soup i think he had black hair too and then there was a lot of like fila advertisements that they had some black hair gin gin was just serving 2020 2021 Always serving 2019 2018 well all the years
2: <laughs> yeah i mean the <laughs> the you can pull born. off any hair
1: you what john
0: <laughs> since the day he was born <laughs> <Serving> exactly <look. laughs>
1: Um, and like we won't you-
2: talk about it but also the buzz cut looks amazing on him i'm just oh to say that we knew <laughs> sh- we knew it when was. he's like
1: oh yeah oh yeah i guess i i look cute like, i'm thought. so I'm like, handsome i'm like bitch yeah yeah i can't even believe incredible. it i saw with the i saw the buzz and i'm like god of course this any look awesome. any hair any look this man <laughs> shows like up a dream like, incredible
2: like a dream
1: with his eyebrows I says, listen I have a thing for his eyebrows. He has like the prettiest, most beautiful, striking eyebrows.
2: I am a gin neck enthusiast, like his trachea specifically. You're Um, not alone.
1: It's John. What about you? (laughs) John. John. (laughs) Feel free to add. Oh, legs from yeah, in the soup. He's... I'm thinking about in the soup. That's right.
2: <laughs> when they go, when him and Hobie go on a run, and he's in like the the little short stretching legs. And he
1: wakes up every morning, and he smacks the yoga mat against the.
2: Okay, punching bag. Now you're stealing my thunder here because oh, I did want to talk about. Segue. I did want to talk about favorite gin, like non-performance gin moments. A lot of mine come from in the soup in general, where I just feel like he was unhinged.
1: Oh, I have
2: rewatched him waking up sweaty out of the tent, stumbling over <laughs> to the freaking Chilsung cider fridge, grabbing one, hugging it, shuffling over in his little RJ pajamas, grabbing the yoga mat, walking over to the boxing, boxing, the punching bag, bag. Punching, punching bag, bag. Yeah. Whacking it and walking away, I that is one of the funniest things he's ever done. I've watched that so many times I don't even know how to tell you. On
1: top of then one of the mornings he goes, I'm just gonna set off fireworks
2: while eating a mango. He was <laughs> like, eating a mango. He like choked on the mango and was setting off oh fireworks.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> and then he just like, and then he keeps going
2: that's right oh my that god a- I, I'm obsessed with this man I'm obsessed with him
1: I loved loved, love this this recent series where he was going around making he was making alcohol and he was going through it and like even the people there were just like he's so hilarious he's so charming and that he has like friends with all of these like older men like he's just like a charming fun guy
2: yeah I I completely agree John do you have any f- like non-performance ones that are at the top of brain
0: I just love any time where he is laughing uncontrollably. (laughs) I think there's a moment in a run episode um, where they're on like those inflatables in the middle of like a lake or something,
2: right?
0: (laughs) Obstacle course. Yep, I got it. I love watching that one. Everybody's so funny in that episode, but that's a great. Just having the time of
2: his life. That's a great episode. Or, I mean, like, the freaking live. How long was he live playing that
1: video game when he was in L.A.? Oh, my God. That was, like, three hours. That was the longest. I'm like, wow, this is... (laughs) He's so funny.
2: Another in the soup one for me is when, like, he's supposed to be cooking with Yoongi and he goes to get cooking oil or something and decides that instead he wants to play table tennis and... He keeps calling him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm on my way," and just like keeps playing it like the ultimate troll. He loves the game.
1: He is like the definition of just like doesn't give a fuck. Like he just lives his life as he wants to. He said this himself. He's like, "I don't want to like put pressure on me. I just want to enjoy every day." He's yeah, like, "Do he I want to eat that now? I'll eat doing it now." Nothing.
2: Right. He's like, not thinking ahead. Just doing nothing. And that is goals because I'm such an overthinker.
1: I think about the way he interacts with the other members and how they always make the joke that he's like, I think there is, it was Jimin and Jimin and June said in one of their interviews that he's like the oldest, but he acts like the youngest and like his relationship and how he's just fun and silly with everybody. Um, And in those moments and in the run episodes, it just, like, makes it even funnier how they all interact together. Yeah, like, so
2: youthful. Just not not afraid to make fun of himself. Not afraid to be, uh, like, to he make He does everything
1: to make sure, like, he'll do it if he thinks that the fans will laugh or like it. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. game 10,000. I'll wear that. I'll do that. All the things he wears at the concert and the encores. We got to see his... Squid Game. We got to see all of did that. Did he do Squid Game? I thought Tay did Squid he came Game. Out, he did. He came out in the on the second day. He came out with the little ponytails and they started singing the song. And then oh, that was day two, I think, of LA. So cute. Another Jin moment I love is the one where he's, It's I think it's alive and he just starts ranting really fast and then, then Jimin and JK just burst into laughter when he's ranting. It's a very popular oh, yeah. edit. Yeah, don't let me-
2: His end of concert looks are so funny. John, do you have pictures of those?
0: I all of them. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Any favorites? Any favorites?
0: Oh man, I think that that first night in LA was my favorite, just because. It was my first sprout. time seeing him do that live.
2: Yeah. Was that the little apple sprout? Do you remember what which show was it? Was it like um maybe City Field? I think when he did the army bombs on his shoulders.
1: Yeah. I just loved when he did all the hearts, the hidden hearts in his like pockets and other people's pockets and his microphone. I just love it's always just so fun.
0: His commitment to the bit. That's Commit right. to the bit. I also love when he was the last one to fly out to New Zealand for Bon Voyage <laughs> in RJ the entire time.
2: Oh, my I God. His love that. for his love for RJ. Didn't he buy
1: RJ in the airport?
2: I think so. Yes. I think
1: he like bought one.
2: Oh, my God. Malta Gin. Malta
1: Oh, Malta Gin. gin. Malta Gin also, where he made friends with the bartender. Of course, God, he made man. friends with the
2: bartender. <laughs> and he's like taking tequila shots and then he goes back to the Airbnb and he doesn't know the code. And he's like, OK, edit this out and pretend that I remember the code.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you got it. <laughs>
2: the editors are like, we're leaving all of this in.
1: There's all those like chaotic, hilarious moments. I mean, whenever they do karaoke, whenever I don't know, I just think he's such a fun personality. And I remember when I first got into BTS. When you start with like the music videos and you start with, you know, just the like performances, you don't get to know their personalities. But as you like Mm -hmm. watch run BTS and I think, John, we had a conversation when you started watching run BTS about this. I think I remember was once you start to see them and like interact with each other and talk and be silly, you're like, oh, my God, this is like the extra thing that like keeps me wanting more because they're so funny. And Jin is so fucking funny.
0: (laughs) And I think that's what I fell in love with more than the music at first was just them. How funny they are, their relationships with each other. It's just so fun to watch.
2: Did you watch run episodes and then watch Bon Voyage or was it mixed?
0: Um, I watched run episodes and then some Bon Voyage. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Run episodes. I feel like if you you're. When you watch those, like, kind of like you just said, like it's impossible to not fall in love with their friendship and their like dynamic as a group and how freaking funny they all are.
0: Oh, and how quickly is, like, they at... will undermine each other.
1: Oh, Oh, ten thousand. It's like siblings. They're like, <laughs> which oh, is yeah. why it's yes. like that's so relatable. They're like, I'll throw you under the bus in five seconds. <laughs> oh, and yeah,
0: without any thought.
1: Ah. Uh. I just love him. I love the like dynamic and the energy. And, you know, we we say this as army that like you can't have one without the other, which is why mm-hmm. I think it's like their unit is so important. But I think as we go through and talk more about it, all the members, that's something that I always come back to is that each member is so important to them as a team but also just as friends. And I think he is a support in a way as the oldest for them, but like as their team, he's always, he's always there for him. He's there to make them laugh. He's always wanted to put everybody in a good mood. And I think he's like such an integral part of why BTS is so successful. And I just love him. And I love that. Like he's the member you can think of. You're like, I just want to laugh. It's like, Find a gin video, find a gin edit, find some gin clips. You want to feel good? John's going to put on Epiphany <laughs> you want to. Yeah. Is it is, is
2: for any mood, John? Is it like, oh, I need to pick me up? Or is it like, no, I think it's just time to watch Epiphany.
0: <laughs> any mood. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You
0: know, when I need to just feel something.
2: I also love, like, clearly he's incredibly good looking. You know, we we all know, like, Worldwide Handsome, right? And he just, he does shit where it's like he does not take his look seriously at all. Like, when he chopped his bangs and posted it on Twitter, he's like, oh, now I can see. He, like, wears stuff where, where he puts the, he leaves the tag on it. He's like, doesn't care. Oh, he just does he... not care. And he is still giving 11 out of 10 visuals at
1: that... all times when he wore that Louis Vuitton right set at in the soup with like really bright colors and <laughs> he was dancing with JK
2: yeah oh my god we have oh yes <laughs> I forgot about that that was that's epic we have to post that too the listeners can't see this right now but all of us just have big smiles on our faces because Jen's the fucking best dude like
0: he
2: is just is he makes me smile like He just makes me smile, and I think he does that for all of the others, you know, members in the group as well.
1: This morning, I saw some a thread about Jimin and Jin, and just like the way they like push each other's buttons and like mess with Mm -hmm. each other, and I'm just like, ah, it's just so he's just so fun, and I love the and you see a lot of JK and Jin edits, and like June that that live where June and Jin were just laughing, eating there. No one knows why. (laughs) They kept nobody really knows. Yeah, 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 like so many times. He's just so fun. His relationship with each of the members, and him and Jungkook, soulmates.
2: Yeah, him and Jungkook being him and
1: Hobie. Oh, hilarious. Drinking, like, him and Tay, they're just all so cute.
2: Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's it makes. I love sense that the relationship
0: he has with all of them. I think that kind of is what I related with when I first was getting to know them as an oldest brother, just seeing how much effort he puts in um, to being there for everybody else, like seeing presentations of old awards and he makes sure oh. that everybody gets a chance to talk and um, just making everybody laugh when they need it. And he works so hard just to make sure that, you know, he's up to par with everybody else and he doesn't need to be in the spotlight, but he's there to support them. And he's also such a great example to them about when to just relax because he's so good at that. I'll <laughs> <He'll> just <laughs> go fishing and just chill. He's just so content to do whatever. I love that about him.
2: Oh, John, I love that. Are we say so you're an oldest brother?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's so that I love that perspective.
2: That's so great. Sorry, Pip. What were you going to say?
1: No, I was going to say, I mean, that's honestly like what better way to like wrap Jin up in like a little bows like he is such a good older brother. He is such a good friend. He is such a supportive friend. And I love just like everything John just said. It like really just wraps up everything we've been talking about.
2: Yeah,
0: it's it and really maybe- does. Maybe I have a little bit of trauma from the Save Me webtoon about him, brother.
1: No, wait. We have to talk about that briefly. no, No, John. No, listen, John. When we were like, this was early COVID days. So, like early COVID days, we were like. What are we going to do? Like, what's some content we want to catch up on? And I was like, oh, there's this webtoon. We should read it. And I I hadn't read it yet, but I knew all about it. But I just, it was hard. It's hard to find. Mm. And it still is. It's harder now to find because it's paywalled. But at the time it was available online. And I remember John reading it and him. uh, This isn't even just like, ha, it's kind of. No, John was genuinely broken and hurt.
0: Yeah, just sobbing.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh, no,
2: John. John really was going it. It was it. so
0: good, but so sad. Poor Jen. Poor everybody in that <laughs> webtoon, <team>, but... <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's like there's it's just no winners
1: there. There's
0: no winners.
1: The joke is now like whenever we see some reference to the webtoon, you just like send it with no context, just send it to each other, and then the other would be like, "What are you? What are you doing this? Why are you doing this right now? Get out of there! Get out! Get and out. like people, people would keep bringing up the webtoon recently when they were like maybe like within the last year or two, they're like trying to connect the dots on stuff, and John's like, "Why are we doing this? Like, why are, oh my why God. are we I trying know.
2: to? It does this? resurface. It resurfaces all yeah. the time timeline like
1: John relives his trauma of reading that and I like remember thinking like wow this like really got to him oh John big deep deep cavern of feelings over there he's nodding
2: (laughs) I think we would be remiss to not talk about Super
0: Tuna
1: John yes dressed as Super Tuna for one of the concerts oh
0: John what
1: tell us about that
0: that is just such a fun video (laughs) I love that he doesn't take himself too seriously and is just willing to do anything for fun. And I love overalls too. Any excuse to wear overalls. John, loves overalls. We, John,
2: John, we need, a, can the podcast drop a photo of you dressed as super tuna gin? Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll have to find one. I think I've got okay. plenty. Perfect. Yeah. We went to the pop-up, so I have pictures there dressed as gin. So. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, tuna, we need to see okay.
2: these. I and it's just such a good example of him not taking himself seriously and he's like I'm gonna drop this I'm gonna make people smile and then he's like damn it army why are you streaming this
1: (laughs) I know he's like no please stop what (laughs) that was what was so interesting was like it wasn't just army like Korea was like that's like everyone it's just like everybody loved it it was so fun but that's the point too it's like it's just to make people happy so as much as he protests he I'm sure was like I love that people are enjoying it John, is there anything else you wanted to add or talk about?
0: While I was preparing for this, I found um, my notes from what I think was supposed to be like a thread um, when I hit like a year as Army.
1: I don't think (gasps) I ever ever... posted it because... (laughs) John, John, you're telling us that you have notes about John's one year?
0: I do. I do.
2: Oh my God, John, can we hear this,
0: please? It's really long. I think that's why I never okay, posted. Okay, well, tell
1: us what you want
2: to tell us. Tell I think us what you want to tell us. One of
0: the one of the big themes that I was picking out of it was I think I had a really big sense of FOMO right at the beginning of like having missed so much of their story and being able to watch their growth retroactively. But now looking that's... back at it, it's been almost three years, and I've been able to be like front and center for so many big moments that have like yeah. changed their lives and changed mine. And it's just so incredible. I'm so grateful.
1: Do you have any moments that like stick out to you um, on your army journey that are like like your favorite moments or things that really like stuck with you or meant a lot to you?
0: Um, I remember that first concert in LA. That was just such an emotional time. Oh
2: my goodness gracious! It was.
0: It was such a long day, but just to like be there with them, that was that was incredible. Yeah, I got into this like right at the beginning of COVID, and so I was expecting it to be years before. Uh, I got to see them live.
2: We were all shocked at the, you know, PTDLA (laughs) announcement. Also like so grateful. I mean, I, for me, it was like, what in my state? This is insane. But I agree, like same sentiment where it's like, I cannot believe that I get to see them in the flesh so soon. Our seats for that, I didn't sit with y'all, but our seats, I sat with, you know, friends that you all know, were nosebleed. And I'm, I'm grateful because I was, I think I blacked out. (laughs) i was a disaster
1: we ended up getting floor of all places on the first day but it was not Damn. it wasn't sound check floor but it was floor seats and i have similar to you Kristen, where it's like i don't remember much i blacked out because i was like this can't be real
2: yeah it was so it like i and the, oh my god when they play I, we are bulletproof the eternal again it was i know it happened sobbing
1: but i don't remember like, I know it happened, but like it like because my body was truly like so present that it just yeah. was like it was so overwhelming. Um, John, were there any other moments besides like that first concert for you? I mean, obviously, that's a huge moment. Anyone's first yeah. off your first concert for BTS, but also that concert was just a big moment. But are there like little yeah. other little or big moments in your journey that stand out?
0: So people probably know this by now, but we weren't co-workers for very long after I on Twitter as co-worker John mm-hmm. um, so I moved up to Montana shortly after the start of covid and I came down several times to watch different concerts and events mm-hmm. and stuff online with you and Aria. and mm-hmm. that was just so much fun every time it was just so good to like be around people and experience that together.
1: Those are some of my favorite was just the three of like us. Like the online and, concerts. Yeah. The,
0: it, like, like Bung Bung Con and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, me, John, and Aria for a while. And then Wit was also part of that a little bit later. And those were just like the most fun. Because John would come into town. We'd always go get ramen at this place that was near one of our friend's house. And then we'd like go. That was like our tradition. We'd go get ramen. And then we'd go uh, to our friend's house. And we would just watch it. And it was just so fun. And I had never seen John interact with it. And I remember when Jin came on. I don't know what it was for, actually. When the first concert we watched together. I don't know if we watched Mott's 1 together. I think we watched that from our houses because that was still like heavy yeah. COVID times. But there was something Jin was, it was like performing. a muster. Maybe it was muster. But I just remember John just like his face lighting up when Jin comes on screen.
2: <laughs> How could it not?
1: <laughs> the pure joy and excitement of John just like watching Jin perform.
0: Yeah.
1: That was just I remember that. Those were those were good days. Those were really yeah. fun.
0: And watching OT seven Chicken Noodle Soup and mm. D Twitter. <sighs> That's
1: yeah. Incredible. So those were
2: those ruined for you at all from Twitter? Because no. for me, I so I our friend Marissa, she she knows that I hate spoilers. Same, um, same, same, same. And she texted me and was like, if you like, don't go on Twitter there, there are Suzy spoilers. So I stayed off Twitter that entire week because I was like, no, I can't have this. And so I was genuinely surprised about Detruta and chicken noodle soup. There is actually video of it. I was with my friend Alia. The blood-curdling scream that I let out when those songs started. It was such a dream. I cannot believe we saw that.
1: I want to, like, experience things mm-hmm. as the artists want the art- the fans to experience mm-hmm. them. And so I hate spoilers. Everybody knows that. So I wasn't on Twitter. So the first night happens because it was two nights. So the first night happens. We see and We're like, oh, my God, that's incredible. This is amazing. Then we go to brunch. And it's me and Wit, And we go to brunch. She tells me she goes wouldn't it be crazy if they did like dream performance would be oh this is it was chicken noodle soup was chicken noodle soup next yeah yeah chicken noodle yeah, soup the second chicken one. noodle soup
2: was night two and she
1: goes wouldn't it be like that would be like dream and i was like there's just no way was, she goes and like june rapping in spanish and i was like wait there's absolutely no, no way no i'm not even fucking kidding you you can what talk... she she was like she wouldn't that it? yes she was like wouldn't that be so cool and i remember being like yeah but like it's just not gonna happen like what are you talking about oh
2: my god that would never that's happen like,
1: and when it happened crazy that she called that yeah and when it happened I like text her and I was like oh my god <laughs> I was like that's insane so she to this day we always joke about that but like from that point on I have adopted a anything is possible attitude so that's when right. people are like yeah when people are like well I just don't think I'm like anything is possible so the joke between her and I is always like she doesn't believe there will ever be a christmas album
2: christmas album and
1: i'm I'm like anything is possible with i'm putting it into the universe because you put yours in and mine putting mine (laughs) really anything
2: is possible and also we know nothing like exactly like when the ptd vegas announcement dropped we're like okay we know nothing we can predict nothing but that's a good i cannot believe she called an ot7 and june rapping in spanish
1: i just remember thinking like that's a great thought but like there's just no way
2: but there was That's a like way. as good as the girl in high school that I sat next to in English calling that Harry was a horcrux.
1: <laughs> Except there were at least crumbs to sort of get you there. It was just like pulling from the sky being like, that would be really cool. <laughs> but John, those are really
2: those are good ones.
1: His his, you know, army time was really during COVID. Lots came out end of February and then lockdown mm-hmm. happened like less than a month later.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Catch up on all the shit.
1: We didn't think that the world would shut down for over a year. We thought it would be a couple of weeks to be back to the office. I gave John some of my BTS Barbie dolls. And so he took no. Gin and Junk Cook, I think, or was I it Hobie? So. And I, he would. I like, can't tell like, the difference. In the in the Barbies dolls. In
2: the doll, Yeah. <laughs> in the
1: dolls. You have to look back Mattel, to see what, come that, on. what the outfits were, I think. But he had those and I had mine. And we would like take pictures and put them in places of what they were up to during that time. And so. That was cute and fun. And then just came cute. back and was like, Okay, I guess I'm moving to Montana. <laughs> Here are
2: your <laughs> dolls? The fact that like I've met John in person, like you've John, you moved to yeah. Montana, but you may, you've made it to so many things. Like, I know. So epic.
1: Yeah, And he went to Hobie Palooza. So it's like
2: He went to Hobie Palooza and the two Christians did not.
0: No, we didn't. You guys missed out.
1: Yeah, I got it. <laughs> No, I love it. That's, this is amazing.
2: All right. So we've, we've been talking for a long time, y'all. And we know that we could do, you know, another 20 hours on the beauty, the incredible Kim Suk-jin. But my final thought on all of this would be, I just love that I'm sitting here on a Sunday. I'm in California. You two are in Utah and Montana.
1: No, he's in Wisconsin.
0: Yeah. I live in Wisconsin now.
2: Okay. The plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> The plot twist is that I don't know where the fuck John is. Um, No one does. But anyway, we're all in different states. We're sitting here. We're talking about our love of BTS. I just love that we're sitting here like talking about our love of BTS, our love of Jin. It makes me feel really sweet. I'm so like grateful that we are doing this and also grateful that john was like yeah i'm down like no context for what we were gonna do but yeah I'm, i'll be on the podcast isn't that john, a you're gin, a real one
1: isn't that a gin energy anyways where it's like yeah whatever that
2: is a gin energy
1: yeah
2: that is a gin energy john and that's the highest compliment we can give you it's the
0: highest compliment i'm happy to be here
1: I brought this up last time. I'll always bring it up again. Community is so important to me. And I think the BTS and ARMY community that we have is so special. And if you can find a corner of it that really like resonates with you, that it can be so special. And I think that sitting here talking about, you know, our love for BTS and Jin and how much we love him and how much he's brought so much joy to our lives during our time is. Army. I think it's so cool to be able to do and to laugh with and hopefully share with people who probably also have experienced a lot of the same things that we have and laughed at all the same things that we did and cried about the same things that we have. Um, yeah. Not again, not to get sappy, but I love that. Jin is sort of kind of part of the catalyst of John and I becoming good friends and being able to have such a good friend from him because he resonated with him and he stuck around and kept looking into more because he loved Jin. He loved all the members. And now here we are on a podcast together and John and I, thick as thieves.
2: (laughs) So thank you, Jin, honestly. Yeah, thank thank you, Jin. What about you, John? John, any final thoughts on all this? Are you are you glad you came on the podcast? Are you regretting it? What's going on?
0: It's been a fun time. Always have to talk about Jin. I love him. I'll miss him. I hope he comes back funnier and hotter.
2: <laughs> is that even
1: fun?
0: <laughs> Who knows? He's always oh god, taking us it. to new heights.
1: You're right. He's taking us to new heights every single step of the way. I love oh it. Oh my god, John. That is the most John way to end this podcast. <laughs> John. You're
2: simultaneously the worst of the best.
1: <laughs> Thanks, um, truly,
2: John. I know that you and Pip are thick as thieves, but your yours and my friendship is um is newer. So just from me to you, thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you, you owe me John. Absolutely nothing. So I know that. <laughs> so I'm just grateful that you came on. Um, but yeah, I think this is this is awesome.
1: Yeah, you know, thank you guys for listening. If you have, thank you for supporting us. Thank you to everyone who's left us great feedback. We love you guys, we love being a part of this and that you're on this journey with us. Follow us on Twitter again at Oru Kristen2.
2: Follow John on Twitter,
1: follow co-worker <laughs> underscore John on Twitter. You can or follow don't. us sure. on Twitter. I'm our lady of BTS. I'm Chris <laughs> Well, hopefully you guys enjoy this. We'll see you guys next time. Army Forever, BTS Forever.
0: Drink your water. And stream the astronaut. Okay, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye. Okay, now he has got the piece. Are you all right?